Inside the Cave now brings you the official store to get all things Cave Crush and Inside the Cave at CaveCrushShop.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Cave Crush and like our Facebook page, Cave Crush Shop. Hey, yo! Y'all ready? It's time to go inside the cave. Inside the cave. With CB. Joe Big Dog. Seth. Cousin Lamar. International D. Cat and Belly Vale featuring Roland and Charles Heard. Inside the cave, mother. Welcome back inside the cave, cavecrushshop.com. Go to cavecrushshop.com right now. Every single last one of you listening, I need you to go to cavecrushshop.com right now, immediately. While you're listening, you got five seconds to go to inside the cave or cavecrushshop.com. Order you a shirt. Support the crew. That's the least you can do for us for entertaining you the past two years. We've been giving you our best material. That's the least you can do. You owe us that. Spend $20 and get you a nice inside the cave shirt or hat, t-shirt, tank top, ladies inside the cave, cave crush shirt. New shirts are coming soon, so you better get you one now. I'm taking that old stuff off and putting the new stuff on now in a little bit, so you better get you something now. Cavecrushshop.com, you heard me say it. I am CB and I'm the real CB, and next to me today is the guy who's going to Vegas, Joe Dirt. What's up, everybody? Shout out to a new addition. Sam, girl Jayla, and a Jay and a Nas now. Damn, that's crazy. I got a Jay in I got a Jay in the camp. Damn. Damn, that's crazy. I didn't even think about that. All right. Also with us today, he's a Southern baby from Alabama, Big Dog. What's up with it, man? What up, man? What up? What's on that country rap tune this week? Hey, man, I'm kind of thinking about Big Crit and uh, Anthony Hamilton, fortunately. <laughs> Joe Dirt, what's on the dirt sheets? I forgot to ask. Um, it's a tale about, how can I put this? About food, oriental food. We're going to talk about some oriental food. Sweet. Also with us today, Cousin Lamar is back. Yo, what's going on? What's up, everybody? Good, good, good. Good to see you, cuz. Cuz with the uh, teenage haircut in the building, man. Unfair, unfair. That's all I can say. He's playing with, he's playing with the cheat code, everybody. He's hate. Yeah, I'm hating. He's playing with the cheat code. Also with us today, the international lover, International D. What's going on, people? I'm back. Limited engagement. How is the international gigolo riding around with kids? That doesn't even sound right. Uh, gigolos can't have family? Nah, I never heard of that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay no. Fuck around with you, We don't always strap up. Mm. Cool, cool. <laughs> feel, feel sorry for that lady. Feel sorry for that woman. All right, here we go. Uh, we got a good show today as usual cat will be on to answer these cat corner questions that they only want her to answer and i'm sure the rest of the guys will help 
And also, uh, Charles heard to give us the update on the NBA Finals or the uh, NBA Finals massacre that's happening. By the time you guys hear this podcast, the uh, series will be 3-0. and And uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. <laughs> All right, let's get it started. We'll kill yourself and start over. The first segment, the A Block. Kill yourself and start over on Inside the Cave. Who you got, Joe Dirk? I got uh, got all the white media out there. Oh, come on, man. Seriously, man. Hold on a second, man. They making Tiger Woods look like some type of uh, call. I'm saying he, I understand that he had the DUI. He had the reaction to the medication. I thought he was drunk, but he wasn't. Uh, every time I listen to the radio, all these people are here talking about, oh man, he's so lost and he needs this. And ever since his dad died, the man ain't a lost cause. He had a reaction to some damn medicine. Damn, I didn't know his dad back. died. I didn't even know his dad died. His dad died a while ago. I'm just saying, man. They're trying to make it seem like he, he helpless or whatever. Shit wrong with Tiger, man. Get off that man back. He just had a damn reaction to some medicine. Drunk. Yeah, shit. You don't know what his doctor told him. Uh, truthfully, Joe, he wasn't even driving when they pulled him up. No, he wasn't driving. Yeah. So all the white media that's trying to push this uh, Tiger's a lost cause narrative. Yeah, you know, to start over. Yeah, and that's a good point. How do you get a DUI if you're not driving? Because if the keys is in the ignition, they can technically give you a DUI. Man, I, I think he refused to do the breathalyzer too, right? He did, and he blew a 0.00. 000. I mm. thought it was after the fact. I thought at, at, uh, at the time they stopped him that he didn't. Okay, okay. Great point. I remember in uh, 07 or 06 maybe, I was down in Kansas City, I was talking to this guy. And he was talking about Tiger Woods, and he said, well, all Tiger need to do is get back on that golf course and show everybody up. This is after Tiger went through that issue with his wife. And I said, back then, I said, you know what Tiger Woods should do? Since the, since the media invaded his private space, his home space, Tiger Woods didn't commit no crime. He didn't do anything wrong. He just got into an argument with his wife, just like every other married man would do, over their own personal business. But the media invaded his space. So I said, you know what he should do? He should have retired right then and there. He should have retired and went on to play golf privately. And then said, hey, now I'm not going to even give you guys nothing to talk about. Take the Barry Sanders route. You know what I mean? Make him leave out on top. Keep him begging for more. This guy, of course, a mark, doesn't know anything. Says, no, nah, he's going to get back on that field. He's going to play golf, swing that club. He's going to be right back on top. 11 years later, look how the media is doing. Tiger Woods. Should have took my advice. Should have took my advice. Anyway, who you got, big dog? Hey, man, I got to give it to um, Wendy Williams. (laughs) Careful, careful. She the wrong one. Hey, bro, I saw this clip, man. I'm not sure if it was recent or what, but uh, I think she was interviewing Judge Mathis. Oh, yeah, I heard that. Bro. Let me tell you something. He went on there and shut it down. <laughs> I mean, I can't even tell you half of the shit that he said to her, but I'm going to try to get that He gave her a taste of her own medicine. Didn't he, though? Yeah. 
mean, he put on blast on her own show, so you know she got to get it, man. <laughs> I'm surprised she had that. Yeah. She a Uga. She had eight abortions. She got Uga status. <laughs> and he called her out. Hey, hey and uh also man, I got I got to get my boy Bill Maya. Bill Maher? Bill Maher, yeah. He got he got to get it, bro. Look. I don't see why. I, I kind of feel you in a way. Hey, I, I mean, let me ask y'all a question. Yeah. If this generation is saying that we've taken the word and uh, we've changed the meaning and, you know, we didn't made, made the word into something else, why do we get so offended now when it's used? I mean, can we honestly have it both ways? I agree. And, and I, I mean, I'll, I'm just I'm just asking the question. I mean, you know, we're from an era where we know the meaning, even though we still used it and we came up using it. And you know, we all try not to use it, but do we think that we can have it both ways? You know what I'm saying? I think everything. Uh, I, you. I think everything should be about intent. You know what I mean? Like same thing with Hulk Hogan. Well, you got to see somebody's intent. You know, before you say it's a derogatory, before he use it as a derogatory, if you gotta know his intent, his intent was to be a joke. Hulk, but Hulk Hogan' intent was <laughs> to be just that. No, 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 no. Hulk Hogan, you can't. Hulk Hogan, I think you should judge somebody by their history. No, I'm judging on what he said and what his intent was. Okay, like you just said. Everybody has a bad moment. I don't think. We not look here. You got to make up your mind. You talk, you want to talk about a bad moment, or you want to talk about his intent when he used the word. Uh, I mean, which, which one is it? Damn, you got me, son of a bitch. Fuck wrong with him, E. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't having both ways, man. You got me. Hogan said he didn't want his daughter with a black man, period. I, I, his I, intent I, was to be racist. So I can understand why. No, no, no. He said he didn't want his daughter with no poor black man. And I'm you sure can, you can twist it, I'm And I'm sure it. he didn't want his daughter with a poor white guy either. Hey man, are you honestly gonna sit here and try to take up for that statement? Yes, yes, brother. I'm taking up for the host. And I got brother. one more reset to start over. It's for the host, the yes. uh producer of Inside you the Cave. Start, you gotta start appreciating me more, brother. Yeah, I appreciate <laughs> you when you set the fuck up. <laughs> Who you got, International D? Yeah, man. So I, I kind of got two, but I'm gonna start off with this question real quick. I want you. We all we all hooped at some point in time, right? Yep. All right. So when you hoop and you playing pickup ball, right? Two people gonna pick up, right? Yep. So when you picking up, you gonna pick up the scrubs, or you gonna pick up you gonna pick up a good so the, the best players, right? Yep. Okay. So tell me this. I want to get my kill yourself and start over to everybody who clowning KD for going to Golden State. When we go to hoop, you want to play with the best, right? Right. Yep. Obviously, he playing with the best because he up 2-0 right now. So everybody, like a uh, dog, y'all can kill yourself and start over because hey, that man on, did exactly brother. what he Hold on, brother. Hold on. One second. Hey, no, hold on, brother. I'm not done. I'm not hey, done. you might as well be done because I want to make one thing clear. I've been pro what do since day one. No, you've been pro LeBron. You've been on the best since day one. Hey, I fuck with LeBron. I'm not going to do it against him I'm under no circumstances. 
it's kind of hard to root against a guy like LeBron. That's my personal opinion. But ain't nobody I'm, talking about I'm rooting against him. I'm talking about the rooting against KD right now. I'm not rooting against KD. What I'm saying is, and like I've always said, I've always been pro player. I'm always about the player having a uh, having control of their situation. Point blank. Hmm. Well, he had control of his situation. He was a free agent. They had money and they had a space for him. And he wanted to win a ring. He couldn't do that, obviously, with Westbrook. Yep. Hey, and I get he, it. That don't mean I got to like it, but I get it. And people, and people always say championships are earned, not bought. Uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers have the highest payroll and un, and over the the, the uh, you, got, you got to play ball, man. Don't don't come with the bullshit argument. I don't want to hear nothing about no they, fucking rings, all that shit that y'all want to make. See, the thing with the ring deal is, you worrying about somebody's opinion of your career at the end. You know how many great players we had to come through here. You know how many players we got. I mean, well, players that have played in the NBA that have more rings than Michael. There's great players and then there's legends, brother. And you can call it what you want. At the end of the day, I mean, they worrying about somebody's opinion of them once they retire. Barkley is a great player. Scottie Pippen is a legend. Brother. I don't think KD worried about nothing but getting that ring. And making that money. Making that money. Making all that money in San Francisco. Making money, brother. At the end of the day, when he take uh, doing that uh, Hall of Fame acceptance speech, he's gonna be standing up there as a champion. He could thank Le- KD, and he could thank LeBron, and he could thank LeBron James for giving him the blueprint on how to screw the league because LeBron did it first. Man, and on top that of bullshit. that, LeBron ain't do it first. Yeah, he did. So he you gonna mean win to a tell championship. Me the, the first big three in Boston, you don't, you don't count that? The league put that together. The NBA, put, uh, the but, managers put so that together. So the managers' best friends, right? Yeah. And I think, Kate, you mean to tell me you don't think KD has something to do with that? Well, let me tell you something, brother. If that was the case, then I should be then I could I should be able to go wherever I want to go. But you know why I can't? Because I'm a worker. The no, boss you is... can't go where you want to go because you're not in control. Exactly. And and, and players All are right, not All right, so in... what I'm saying is hating because well, the players got smarter okay. to where they can choose where they go. Ain't that wrong with that? Yeah, ain't that wrong with that. Ain't that wrong with that. big dog. You what you mean it. having it both ways? I said that in the beginning. No. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Why you hating on KD then? My problem with KD is, as good a team as he had, he should have been able to win the title where he was. I don't have a problem with the move. Mm-hmm. Ain't shit wrong with the move. I understand the move. Why LeBron leave Miami then? Same reason. No. LeBron GM, he was going to put no pieces around him. It was just LeBron against everybody. No, no. Why did pretty he much, why did why did LeBron, much almost like it is right now. Okay, why did LeBron leave Miami then? Why did he leave Miami? He had a good team then. Why did he leave Miami? Why he did he go to Miami? No, why did he leave Miami with D Wade and Chris Boss? He left Miami to go create a better team in Cleveland. Why did he leave Miami? He could have made that same team in Miami. Why? Because he wanted to. Either That's way why. it go, either way it go, it's still LeBron against everybody else. I mean, oh, well, what tell me something. What other um Hall of Fame type players that Cleveland got right now? I don't know, LeBron picked the team, you tell me. No, I'm asking you. Who on that team that you consider to be a Hall of Famer? Last year, Kyrie Irving was a Hall of Famer in y'all Last eyes. Last year. That's what y'all okay, said. so when he, played, when he played in Miami, D-Wade played, what, half of the season? It was still LeBron against everybody else. I mean, who, who else on that team you consider to be a Hall of Famer? He was still a Hall of Famer. 
Who? Ray Allen was a Hall of Famer, and Chris Bosh would be in the Hall of Fame. Like I said, I ain't knocking the move. I get it from a career standpoint, but from a competitive standpoint, uh, you just I don't hit. agree with it. It's that simple. Just being, yeah, you know, the, point, the point of a professional athlete is to win a championship. He went and went to the best spot that. I'm not knocking by him going game. to the best spot. What I'm saying is his ass choked. And we're talking about from a competitive standpoint. Now, the Browns choked against Boston, and then and then he Westbrook went to Miami. Warner, look, Westbrook won his own team. He got his own team. Durant went to Golden State. He's going to win some championships. He's going to win more than one. You ask me about KD, or you ask me about LeBron or Westbrook. I mean, make up your I mean, mind who you want to talk about. Hey, you, you sound like a hypocrite. So How's that? Because you you honor LeBron for moving, but you don't I like ain't honor, I, ain't, I ain't like when LeBron moved. Yes, you did, because I watched you that crib. I watched you that. Are, you a lie. You don't sit there you and share that lie. You are, you a lie. You was cheering for LeBron. You was happy for LeBron for doing that. I did not agree with LeBron going at all. I agree with LeBron either, but I understand the move. He made a smart basketball move. Didn't I say I understood the move? We saying from a competitive standpoint, can you honor... Are you going to honor this move with KD the same way you would with somebody else? Well, can you compare? Can you even compare the two? Ever since LeBron created this blueprint, I'm a, I'm okay. I'm with asking it. you about KD. I'm not asking about LeBron right now. Let's talk I'm about KD. I'm fine with it because LeBron created the this best player on his team. Still, LeBron created this mess. This is the new way of doing business now. Okay, how about this? I got my luck. Can I finish my my kid stuff and start over? This this going to feel more to the fire. I want to give uh, LeBron James a kill yourself start off as well. Uh, well, he does. And did you hear his comments? And I, I, I love the memes they made about it. His ass came out that time. I was like, I'm not worried about it after going down 0-2 because I'm the greatest player in the world. Are you serious? Yes. He's still the you best just player. lost by uh, uh, two straight games, a combined average of what, 20 points? 22 yeah. points? What's that? He's still the best and you player. And you that damn arrogant that you said you're not worried about nothing. You're not worried about stuff. And, and, and it's not his drop back threes. He is he is the best player in the world. He's just a horrible GM. He put together a terrible a team. Bad team around. Yeah, he and he did that. He did. That. Right, but I'm sorry, man. I don't care if you are the best player in the world. You gotta be. What what, what Kendra say, nigga? You gotta be humble. You ain't humble. You just got. Man, you just got yourself humble. Handed. What the hell are you talking about? Bruh, you down O two. How many championships? Don't you don't you don't lost more ships than you won. How many ships has he lost? All of them. You lose. I mean, every year you don't win when you lose. So that's everybody in the fucking league. Yeah, yeah. Well, you tell that to MJ. Oh, yeah. Tell what to MJ. They want to compare him to MJ. How many championships Mike lost when he made it? When he made it. What did MJ do when he first came in, into the league? Oh, you compare. What LeBron do? You compare what LeBron do? Did LeBron go further than MJ did when he first came in the league? Not at all. No, he bro. Didn't, he didn't even make the playoffs his first year. I'm gonna no, pull, I'm gonna pull them stats up. Look it up. Made to the playoffs uh, before Mike did. He's been to the playoffs more times than Mike. LeBron, hey. LeBron, LeBron. His hey. first year. LeBron's first year. He did not make the playoffs. Hey man, I heard Byron Scott talking about that shit today. Hell, if they oh, had, no, if they had, had those couple of injuries, they felt like it was a good chance that which. They saying that basically the same way the Bulls got their first one was, was the same way Steph Curry and them got theirs. 
first of all, Magic was Magic was a, a shell of himself. James Worthy had been in the league ten, uh, almost eight, eight or nine years by then. You can't compare who who's James Worthy going. Who's James Worthy going to guard? Well, I'm gonna tell you this thing. I'm glad you brought that up. If you beat somebody when they're old, I don't honor that. Hey, you old if you can't beat them in their prime. You, you shouldn't show up being up on the old guy. Okay, what the old man show up for? You showed up for that ass whooping. Nobody told you. Yeah, but 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 when you want to brag on being the old guy, who gonna honor that? He shouldn't have showed up. He was talking that shit when he got there. He still he shouldn't show up. He shouldn't show up. Now I'm gonna ask you this: You don't think that Golden State got their first title because everybody they played got injured? I, I think I think LeBron got. His I asked second you about title. Golden State. I think LeBron, I asked you about Golden State. That's the circumstances. I think LeBron. That's, that's all him. part of the game, right? So, I think LeBron. Let me ask you this: so, you so injuries, bad calls by the referees, and all that shit is part of the game, right? Just like turnovers and and, and everything else, right? Yeah. All right. So what? My point is this: fuck all the excuses. I understand and I agree with the players being in control, and I'm all for that 100. percent Now, if you asking me from a competitive standpoint. I don't agree with none of the shit. I said that in the beginning. I don't know what part of that y'all can't understand. Mm. Right. Every time we bring it up, you get pissed off. It's all talking about how LeBron is the greatest. No, I never said, you never heard me say LeBron was the greatest. I said, yeah. don't twist my words. Don't forget. I said that I was pro player. I said that in the beginning. And I'm all for the players being in control. All right, we got the big herd coming on to talk sports in a little bit, so we'll get we'll talk more about it then. All right, who you got, Cuz? Hey, uh, for this week I got uh Richard Spencer. It's a, it's an older uh, episode, but y'all was talking about Charles Barkley just a little minute ago, and uh, I'm sure y'all heard of that interview with uh, Charles Barkley and Richard Spencer, uh, the guy leading the alt right movement. But uh, I don't know if y'all heard that conversation or any of it or. Uh, but I, I'm going to just read this one little part uh, of, of, of his thinking about the way things should be in America. He says, uh, <clears throat> Spencer states, I would never say something like I don't like black people. He goes on to say he wouldn't want to live in the same neighborhood as Barkley and that racial differences cannot fundamentally be breached ever. So, yeah, that's that, that that's the type of thinking that we got, you know, leading this, this alt-right Pro make America great movement again. So Richard Spencer, he definitely get my, you know, my 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 Kaiso, uh, kill yourself side over both. That is a great point. And uh, Lamar, I'm gonna add to that in a couple weeks. I'm putting together a great uh hot take. And it's gonna I'm gonna piss some people off. I'm, I'm glad I'm gonna add to that and piss some people off. I'm gonna break I've been doing my research and I'm gonna break down how Hillary Clinton lost this election. It has a lot to do with what you're saying and a little bit more. And I'm going to definitely piss my good friend Roland off. Roland, you there? You got somebody this week or no? Uh-oh. He ain't there. He was there for a second. Alright, let's get into this. Uh, are you there? No, I'm here. I'm here. Alright, who you got, brother? Uh, take it easy, man. I don't, we don't need no more long <laughs> debates right now. Okay? Just take it easy. Please. No, that one took that one took a little long. I was trying. I was actually trying to jump in with the double dutch move, but y'all was at it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, nah, I'm gonna probably stay with the playoffs, and I'm gonna just give it to everyone who thinks that this is actually a good series. I mean, you had both teams that's in the championship 
basically do a clean sweep of both their conferences. And <laughs> other than if you're a Golden State fan, this this uh, NBA season or playoffs have been uh, a little lackluster than it was in previous seasons. We're in the third year with a Cavs and a um, Golden State uh, championship. And man, it, it's KD and them blowing the doors off of Cleveland right now. This is just ugly. All right. Well, let me just add to that for kill yourself and start over. Keeping with the NBA, we're going to talk about it more with Big Herb. I want to give mine to uh, J.R. Smith. Here's the reason why. Uh, after the game, after game two, the media said there was a reaching smell, a reeking smell of marijuana all in the Cavs locker room. And I'm no snitch, but I know that was J.R. Smith bringing that weed and in into the locker room and smoking. How do you know that? All you got to do is look at his eyes. All right, I know somebody on that shit. All right, I know a dope user when I see one. And JR right <laughs> Smith, you're getting my kill yourself and start over. No wonder you're playing like you're half sleep. You're jumping all over the place. You're confused. Let me tell you something, brother. As a guy who is who does. Hey, CB, you do know I have the control to mute your ass in a second. Hey, man, I'll let you talk. I'll let you talk. Hey, if you keep coming with that bullshit, you're going to find yourself on mute. Hey, let me tell you that something. It was LeBron bro. that was uh, rolling up. No, no, no. I don't care who rolled it up. I'm talking about the guy who brought it there. Everybody knows J.R. Smith brought the ooey to the stadium that night. So. Kevin Love. Yeah, I'm sure Kevin. I'm sure Kevin Love took part in it, but uh, J.R. Smith brought the the ooh wee, the stankonia, all that, all that. Hey, you on, on that bullshit, bro? So already. So J.R. Smith, Smith, you That's get. That's up, CB. J.R. Smith, you get kill yourself for starting. Time, motherfucker, say ain't no snitch, but uh, he did it. <laughs> what kind of shit is that? CB stay snitching. <laughs> So uh, we'll talk more about J.R. Smith bringing the ooh wee to the uh, to the stadium on uh, the Big Herd Sports Take. Let's get into hey, this. Joe, hey Joe, I ain't know y'all had I ain't know y'all had people in the shot to snitch. Like I'm not snitching, man. I'm just I'm, <laughs> hey somebody got to do this journalism, man. So uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Let's get into this real quick. Uh, emails and complaints with cousin Lamar. Lamar, before you um, read the ones you got, I just want to uh, acknowledge uh, a couple people who were mad about my interview with uh, the comedian uh, Tyson Paul. I, I, I thought it was great, but uh, he wants to clarify one thing. Uh, a lot of people took it as that he was um, uh, pro-rape or pro-abuse to women. That is not, he said, he will come back on and clarify his statements a lot better. That is not, that wasn't his intent. There goes that word again, intent. And I tried to do my best, best of helping cleaning that up, but a lot of people didn't uh, understand what he was saying. So uh, that's from a, well, that's from a lot of listeners. Everybody pretty much that heard that episode uh, didn't like the direction of that episode of uh, last of with Tyson Paul. He 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 says it once again. He is not for rape. He is not for abusive women. All right, go ahead, cuz. What, what, what you got? All right. Uh... So for these emails, uh, we got a few of them. Um, the first one we got is from Michelle. Uh, it's kind of a long one too, so bear with me. Uh, she says, once again, the guys on Inside the Cave show their true character. 
you guys treat Cave Crush uh, guests better than the lady of the show. I have sent numerous emails to you guys in the past about your treatment to women, and honestly, it's not funny. Cap was trying to make a point, and no one would let her speak. I expect CB to be a jerk because that's in his nature. It doesn't surprise me that Joe Dirt acted so immature as well, but what was surprising was to see Big Dog not step in and get the interview under control that he has done in other episodes. I really like you guys and have been listening since the original Dr. Umar Johnson interview, but your treatment to women is very disturbing, and I know you don't treat your mothers like that or significant others. Get it together, guys, and stay strong, Cat. Hey, um, before you go on, I just want to make sure I clarify one thing. I was not in the building. I said, Big Dog wasn't even there. Right. So that's all on CB. That's all on the host. The host uh, that was out running errands when he was supposed to be hosting. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Damn. All right. So next up, uh, we got Slick Rick. Slick Rick, he writes, worst pa- podcast y'all ever done. Fleet Club Takeover. Y'all let a drunk man come on and take over the show talking all over each other not making any sense y'all going backwards cb just upload any shit yeah yes uh, who was the guest you should have had the floor to speak said that arguing with him and cutting them off okay he's the guest once again um cb don't edit so i doubt i thought i just want to put that out there all right. Ask the man to force him to talk over when he's trying to ask him. All right. Uh, what else we got, cuz? All right. So we got Troy. Troy writes in and uh, he says, Roland is a quack. You know how bad he is? <laughs> DB came up with an analogy that made sense to shut him up and make him want to move on. That was three strikes on the show. Strike one was Stephen A. Point that he didn't define. Strike two, the Barkley point that went nowhere. And strike three, we're coming at Obama again. He should be out by now. Now, who went, hold on, time out. Who the hell was that? <laughs> that, that was Troy. Okay. Troy, Troy got, listen, um, I, I have no defense for my lack of uh, points. I was actually trying to shoot from the hip and jump in for Big Dog because he didn't have a kill yourself and start over. Hey, just That's take not... that L, brother. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, but I just I want to I, I want to admit I'm taking the L. That's what I, that's that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm falling on my sword. As I'm saying, it was it's not a segment that I was bringing. It was one of our, you know, it was in the kill yourself and start over. And this Obama thing, man, y'all need to stop for real. Hey, man, it, it sounds like you're begging for forgiveness, brother. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't never gonna let me let that down, huh? <laughs> All right, let's move on. What else we got, cuz? All right, next up we got Lance. Lance writes in, he says, laughing my ass off at the Fleet Club takeover episode. Once again, I will make sure I'm in attendance next time you all go live. What's up with the audio on the episode? Was y'all muting y'all self? I don't know what he's talking about. Blame the producer. I, I still, I, I was trying to figure. I don't, know, I don't know what he's talking about on there, Joe. You know what he's talking about? With some of the audio. No idea. No. I know what he's talking about. What is he talking about? You was, you was on mute. 
It was a lot of dead space on the episode. For whatever reason, you you um you muted yourself. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I have no idea what's going on. I don't know. I don't. I really don't know. I mean, some of these comments are a couple weeks old, so I don't. I don't know. All right, what else we got, Cuz? All right, next up is uh, Carol. Carol writes in. She says, "Not really feeling the new format of the show. It seems very unorganized and chaotic. I like the structure of the normal show, but I do like the energy of you all in front of a live audience." Okay, Carol. We'll, we'll work. We'll, we'll, we'll work on that. We'll get better. <laughs> All right, what else we got? All right, so we got Nina. Nina says, you are so lucky I didn't see you at work today for putting out that mess. We were driving <laughs> back to Michigan and noticed that you put the show up early and was thinking, I will get you some new subscribers and let my sister hear your show. All we kept saying is why CP won't let anyone talk and why won't the rest of the guys defend their girl? Y'all was so wrong and need to apologize to Kat next show if she comes back on again. Another thing, if Boo wants people to buy from his store, maybe he should treat people better. And same thing with Inside the Cave. If I didn't already buy a shirt from you, I wouldn't buy one after hearing that show. Love you too. Love you too, Nina. All right, we got anything else? Yeah, we got one more. Uh, This one is from Cheryl. Cheryl writes in, she says, CB, I need to know the history of you all and Kat. How did you all meet her and how did she become a part of the show? She fits right in with you guys' ignorance, but still handles herself like a lady. We don't know how she does it. Uh, me and Kat, actually, well, Kat was, uh, well, now she told me not to tell that part of the story, but by the time I did meet Kat, uh, me and her was actually trying to set up an escorting business uh, in around 2003. And uh, we didn't have the funds, we had insufficient funds and we couldn't set up the escorting business. Cat was actually going to be uh, uh, what do they call it? What do they call the ladies who uh, run the madam. Uh, a madam? Yeah, Cat was going to be the madam, and I was going to finance everything. Hey, what's the hold on? What's the statute of limitation on this? Because we can go to prison for that kind of stuff. What, what's the statute of limitation on this? I don't know, but I'm gonna yeah. take this record and take it to the police and ask them. All right. Dog, remind <laughs> me to edit. No, you telling on yourself. <laughs> hey, dog, remind <laughs> me to edit this. Seven years, bro. Seven years. Oh, 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 okay. Don't stop what you do. Well, that was 2003, so I got CB snitching and so bad he snitches on his side. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. That's that's basically the history on Cat. And uh, she tried tried to give me some back in the day, and I said, nope, you can't do it. So uh, ever since then, we've been friends. (laughs) Yep, those are facts. Those are hardcore facts. I turned down the li- our lovely Damn, co-host cat. Yes, I did. I turned down her and them kittens. Yes, I did that. Yes. Is D, the, is D, D ain't there no more, is he? Nah. I don't wonder he ain't uh, responding. I'm glad he ain't here. All right, that was emails and complaints with uh, Cousin Lamar. Inside the Cave. Are, are you enjoying this episode of Inside the Cave? Well, get your ass up and rate us on iTunes. Inside the Cave Podcast. Five stars, or kill yourself and start over. Get, get the latest in cave fashion at CaveCrushShop.com. That's CaveCrushShop.com. Follow Inside the Cave on Instagram at Inside the Cave and at Cave Crush for the hottest women on the planet. Like Inside the Cave on Facebook, Inside the Cave Podcast, and follow Inside the Cave on Twitter at Cave Crush. Inside the Cave. 
thought-provoking in-ring guy talk with special guests and Cave Crush interviews. The Big Herd Sports Update with Charles Hurd on Inside the Cave. All right, let's get into this. Uh, let's talk about this massacre real quick with the Big Herd Sports Update. Big Herd, you there, brother? Yes, sir. All right, all right, all right. Let's get into this, man. Let's get into the, the Big Herd Sports Update with Charles Hurd. Hey, Charles, uh, let's talk about this massacre that's going on in the NBA real quick. Before we talk about that, uh, I reported earlier on Inside the Cave that uh, there was a Cleveland Cavaliers member that uh, brought some marijuana into the locker room and had the locker room smelling like that ooh-wee, that uh, West Coast stank-onia, that, that uh, what they call that skunk. Uh, I've reported already that it was J.R. Smith, but I'm so no snitch. Yeah, I'm no snitch. I'm no snitch though. But uh, J.R. Smith brought the weed to the locker room for everybody. Uh, would you like to expand on my uh, journalistic reporting? Oh, I can't. Well, I can't confirm nor deny that because okay. nobody knows who exactly brought it in. Okay. I know, um, but I, I think it's. I think it's. I think it's good to say that a couple of people on that team actually uh, have been caught smoking weed or, or allegedly smoked weed. And, um, and you know, even even the king himself inside that locker room uh, at the last World Series, his wife or his girlfriend's wife uh, was caught smoking weed in public. So wait, 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 we can't wait, wait, really wait. say who it is. Wait a minute. Um, you said King James' girlfriend? Yeah. Or, or King James' his, wife? His wife now. His wife, yeah. Oh, okay, his wife. Um, okay. So... At, the, at last year's World Series, she was caught in action smoking weed as well. So, mm. um, I mean, listen, in, in today's NBA, um, it's almost like smoking a cigarette. You know, I mean, it really is. Yesterday's um, NBA too. Wow. <laughs> well, why, why these guys? Why these guys uh, choose to do it inside the locker room is beyond me. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's it's something that I think the NBA is going to have to either come to a realization that their players do it um i mean it's it's rough to, i mean to see it but i guess that was a way for them to kind of calm down and do it but i can't really tell you who 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 had it without having you know knowledge of who brought it in there i know the reporters themselves did say that the locker room smelled pretty uh pretty heavy of, of reason and more than but, but let's, let's let's be on record here more than likely it was jr smith right I can't I say that. Don't say that. You can't hear me to say that. I can't listen. I can't come out and just say that. Hey, hey, Big Herd. Hey, when you when you when you look at it, man, you got a lot more people in that locker room that could run weed in there. It's hey. not like uh, it's not like it's it's coke or something like that, you know. Uh, Oh, J.R. Smith is the weed dealer, and we know that he brings it. Well, well, Big Herd, you know, you know what I found out that was funny. If you look at uh, Tyron Lue's press conference after the game, he had this dazed look on his face, and he was smiling the whole time <laughs> after they lost. Hey, hey, you know what though? I'm, so, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say this. I, I don't want to say it, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Do you think that's the reason LeBron wanted to have the press conference in the locker room? <laughs> I mean, that's. Uh, I mean, everything adding up. That would be, I mean, but you it, know what, it guys, seemed like. like I mean, like, you know, he never it. would say why he wanted to have it there. You know what I'm saying? But, but think about it though. Like, 
if you're smoking weed in the locker room, wouldn't you want the media to just go in a press conference versus going to the locker room? Because you know they're going to report it. But you know I what mean, I mean? You know, how fast, and Big Dog, not to cut you off, but how fast we get into the locker room after the game. I'm, I'm going to just tell you guys, listen, you guys can go with me to, to a game or whatever, and I'll show you how fast we get to the locker room. The players are literally still in the shower when the media walks in. So they don't have a lot of time at all to, to, to hop in the shower or, or smoke weed or whatever it is, and it's crazy. But you know what I want to understand? I don't understand. Like, when J.R. Smith brought all that weed to the locker room, like, that has to be a lot of weed because you got to think about it. It's 15 players plus Tyron Lue was smoking weed, too. So, for, and, I, and, believe, and trust me, I'm not snitching. I don't believe in snitching. I'm not snitching. I don't believe in that at all. But just think but just think about how much weed that was he must have brought. I mean, that's a good, it's a good thing that smoking weed in, uh, in California is legal because I guarantee you, if he would have brought that, that, that much weed anywhere else, got caught with that kind of weed, J.R. Smith would have been... Uh, Looked as a distributor, but I'm not snitching. I don't think Jr. Smith did it, but I'm just saying. TB, TB, you should be a lawyer, man. The way that you try to round these questions around people. Thank God I've been doing this a long time. All right, well, let's talk. Let's stop talking about Jr. Smith bringing the weed to the locker room. Let's talk about something else. Uh, what do you think about this massacre uh, that's going on, man? And I and by the time I said by the time this episode is uploaded on Friday, the Cavs will be down 3-0, and I predicted a sweep at the beginning of the series. So. Uh, what do you think is going to happen if we heard? i tell you what. I think that the Cavs are going to come back and win the first game at home. You will be wrong. Uh, I believe it's going to be 2-1. Nope. And then I, then, I, then I think that the uh, that uh, Golden State will win the next game. So, um, And the reason why I say that is because, I mean, anybody going back home in front of the crowd, they get to sleep in their own bed, it's a little bit more relaxed. Um, and then you know, Golden State has to get used to those rims there as well. Yeah, but you know what, Big Her, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta stop you. I gotta stop you. I gotta, I gotta stop you. I gotta stop you. What's going to change? What's going to change when they get to Cleveland? Because the Cavaliers, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The Cavaliers, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I got, I, I gotta ask him a question. The Cavaliers already scored 115 points by hook or by crook. They scored 115 points. And, and, and they still lost by 20. So it's like, offense is not the problem. You tell them, who's going to stop Kevin Durant? Who's going to stop Steph Curry? They don't have, what's going to change in Cleveland? Uh, Golden State is not going to stop. Remember how to, you, anytime you play at home, man, you feel better about the win. No matter who's coming into your building, you just feel a little bit better, you know? Okay, so let's uh, say home court advantage gives them a. T- oh, Jesus Christ. Hold on, man. Hey, I got his ass on mute. Go ahead, Herb. We got you. Versus, versus on the road. I mean, it's a little bit tougher. Everybody knows, like, when you're on the road, you can't sleep as well. You know, you can't do things um, as well. And you, you just worry. But when you get home, you're able to, to justify it and get yourself a little bit uh, better rest and, and, and go to the game a little bit later. You don't have to wake up earlier catching the bus to the, to the stadium. You can, uh, you can drive yourself to the stadium and I believe they're going to come out and play a better game uh, tomorrow night. I think they are too, because like you said, they're at home. The role player is going to play better because they're at home. Yeah. Okay, but they still scored 115 points. Uh, okay, even if the role – and that's – okay, what's the role player going to give them? Another five points? They're still only – the Cavaliers are only 
on a good day, they score 115 points with all cylinders are clicking. Okay, so mm-hmm. what's going to change when they get to Cleveland? Who's to say they go to state don't come out broke, missing shots? I, you, how? They score. Okay, even if they even if they drop. I'm gonna score like that every game. Okay, Joe, just think about it like this. They they hit 120 points last game. If they let's say they have a bad night and score 110, I mean seriously. Okay, Cleveland score 115. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! You, uh, but we gotta we gotta remember though. I mean, listen. I mean, Golden State's a good team. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're a, good they're team, a great team. Uh, one thing that we all we've always le- learned and always live by is you, you live by the three, you die by the three. Um, we know that's Golden State's game. I mean, Steph Curry's a three point shooter. Clay Thompson's a three point shooter. Draymond Green, he likes to step behind the line. Uh, Kevin Durant, look at him when he was shooting from the three. Um, so four of the five starters like to step behind the line, and that's how they stay in the game. I mean, we got to remember, too, at halftime, I believe what they were down three or five points. I mean, they, Le- LeBron and them cut that game down pretty good, which kept them going with the turnovers and, and uh, scoring off the turnovers. And Steph Curry was just hot. I mean, Draymond hit a couple of shots, gave him momentum. But it takes one night for Clay or Draymond not to show up. And then you got Cleveland winning the game. Um I mean, it's a tough series, man. It, it, a lot of these players are going to get tired. If you get a couple of the players from Cleveland to step up and help out LeBron, you got to remember that uh, uh, Kyrie didn't have a great game last game. I mean, he, he was Put up 20 points. that we've seen in, in game number one. Um, so he, he, you got to have J.R. Smith step up. J.R. Smith got to do a whole lot better. Uh, you can't have, you know, a center in a game and him grabbing four rebounds. Just can't have that. So I think that Tristan Thompson and everybody else is going to play a lot better. Tristan Thompson can't even be on the floor, though. Heard he can't be on the floor because he has nobody to guard. Who can he guard? Listen, his job is to protect the rim and grab rebounds. But the person he's guarding is playing by the three-point line. Who is he going to? I mean, Mm -hmm. that's. I I I agree with you. He 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 has to he has to uh, come out and actually close out. I mean that's where the mismatch mismatch comes into play, but um, I mean his his whole job you can't play a whole game and get four rebounds. He's not playing the whole game. They're subbing him out because he's a, a non-factor. He can't guard nobody. He needs to be. He needs to grab more than four boards for the minutes that he's playing. Uh, I tell you that much. Well, okay. can you can you can you look at it this way? Just just let's cancel out the big four, right? Because we know KD's a beast. We know Curry's a beast. If you look at the box score, you'll see nobody else from Golden State actually scored in double digits unless I missed something. Yes, so, you missed a lot. <laughs> who, who did I miss? You missed a lot. Who, who else scored in double digits? Other than the big four? No, no. I'm talking about as far as you look at KD, you look at Curry, cancel them out. You look at LeBron because LeBron's a beast. Oh, okay. And, 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 and so is um, Kyrie. Draymond who, Draymond and Clay, uh, Clay put up twenty, and, and and Draymond put up ten. But Draymond is killing them on defense. Right, right. No, but what, I, but but what I'm getting at is is that if everybody does their job, what can what what can the Cavs bench really bring? I think Love went off, and then he got kind of cold in the fourth quarter. But yeah. if if you're talking about all the role players, J.R. Smith and like you said, Tristan Thompson. When you start to go to 
the non-Big Two that's on Golden State, they're starters anywhere else. So you saying that they're not going to get hot. Everybody would have to be freezing cold. Now, don't get me wrong. I give a LeBron James-led team at home for Game 3 the benefit of the doubt. They're probably going to win. But, man, based on the last two games, I just don't see on paper how they have a shot. I mean, everybody has to go cold on Golden State. And then Kyrie has to have a monster. He has to drop like 40. And then the other thing is this, too. Everybody talks about the bench. Golden State does not play the game without either Curry or Durant on the floor. So even when they bring their role players in, Curry or Durant is still in. Like, and then that's what I mentioned with Clay, Clay Thompson. Curry and Durant are in this. Either Curry or Durant is in the game the whole time. So when LeBron is sitting out, Curry or Durant is in. When Kyrie is sitting out, there's no way Cleveland can beat this team. I mean, Durant, Durant is a beast, but I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you guys this much. Sit out at the at the same time. Yeah, when the, when they're blowing them out. And, 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 you guys can call it, you guys can call it a conspiracy theory or whatever you want to call it, but the NBA is not gonna let this be a sweep. It's just not gonna happen. I'm, I'm with they, you, heard. I believe the same thing. Bad, they're gonna bad, cheat. Yeah, they're gonna cheat the their ass off. Because everybody's expecting that, the NBA's not going to get involved. Because everybody's expecting that. The NBA's not going to get involved. You know how much money they're going to miss out of this? Full game, sweet. Get out of here. All right. This shit is over with Friday night, brother. Hey, Herd, let's get back to J.R. Smith selling weed again. Now, do you think he was... Do you think he was selling the purple stuff? Herd, let me ask you about Colin Kaepernick. Okay. Good question. I know that uh, Seattle had brought him in to work him out. Then now they went and get a uh, guy Austin Day. You think Kaepernick is gonna land anywhere? Or are they still on this? Well, because he kneeled down doing the national anthem, we don't want to give him a shot. You know what? I think Kaepernick is actually gonna land somewhere on somebody's roster. Um, don't be surprised if you don't see. Uh, here, here's the here's the one thing about you know the NFL. When it comes to a bunch of these quarterbacks, you know, a lot of these guys are going to get cut, um, especially if they aren't high draft picks and they have to be on a roster or, um, you know, if they're not the starting quarterback. Um, I just can't see Colin Kaepernick not being on one of the 32 teams out there. Um, you can't tell me, okay, granted, you, you can go ahead and say that he's not one of the, the, the starting quarterback of, of all these teams in the league, but you can't tell me he's not good enough to be a second-string quarterback somewhere in the league. It's just, it's just dumbfounding to me for somebody to say that. So, um, I still don't think that it's out of the the option for him to end up in in Seattle or end up somewhere else. Um, just because they went ahead and signed somebody else doesn't mean that uh, they don't have another roster pick for him or a roster spot for him. So, I believe this season won't go. Uh, without Carla Kaepernick being on somebody's team. All right. Any more? Uh, any, any, you guys got anything else for Big Herd? We can move on. Yeah, that Tristan Thomas, uh, the conspiracy, Thompson. Tristan Thompson, the conspiracy is is uh, Chris Kardashian put a, a get-out hex on his ass. That's why he can't play. Uh, that's a great. You know what? Before we move off the, um, before we move off of this, I'm glad you brought that up. Can we talk about the most important factor, the best thing that happened in during the NBA Finals? Can we talk about Rihanna? 
is is Rihanna not the best thing for men ever? I mean, you look if you if you if you look up side piece in the dictionary, Rihanna's face should be on there. And I'm telling you, Rihanna is sleeping with about seven people that's that was at the game and about three players on the game. Can you confirm that her? Uh, CB, don't get yourself in trouble with the Rihanna talk. You see what happened last week. Damn, you're right about that. But I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually saluting Rihanna. I mean, Rihanna is best for business, brother. I am a, I'm a mark for Rihanna, and I just think she is great for business. Shout out to everybody who has had a chance to uh, taste her poon tang and do whatever, anything else they want to with her poon tang. And we are pro Rihanna on this show. Ain't that right, Cat? You're right, CB. Yeah, I love, I love Rihanna. She's awesome. I'm always right, Kat. Hey, uh, that was the Big Herd Sports Update. We're going to move on to uh, Cat's Corner at the Big Dogs Country Rap Tune of the Week. Thought-provoking ignorance with special guests and Cave Crush interviews. Inside the Cave. Now that's how you podcast. Big Dogs Country Rap Tune of the Week. Big Dogs Country Rap Tune of the Week. Oh, it's your boy Big Dog, and I'm going inside the cave on the Cave Podcast with Big Dog's Country Rap Tune of the Week. Baby, lead Porsche light on. The Southern Baby Big Dog baby is turning up. Light on. I can feel your pain through the phone. I promise not to stay too long. So inside the cave. I gotta get it while it's getting good. Get us out the hood. I'm tired of the landlord tripping on me. The city got a play, heard it work the other day. I've been home late because I've been in cones. Don't worry, hit me via text. Ain't no need to stress, gotta make some moves. I hate to leave your home alone. I know just how I be when you in between the sheets while I'm in the streets. Thinking me to be a home. Lord knows I'm out here on the grind. Maybe one day we can shine. Ain't no telling when I'm coming home. Remember that you said that puts your mind in the time. But meet me at the door with no panties on. And don't be mad playing hard to get. Cause you can come to your heart can tell Yeah, I can feel your pain through the phone I promise not to stay too long So let the push light on Reppin' the A, Charlie Check it, check it out Inside the cave. Different city in the studio, working on the floor again. I really wanna talk on the phone. I do shout, I gotta finish this song. It won't be long until we presidential sweep. They can on the beach, why get can for a week? Diamond in the back and the leather on the seats. Louis on your frame, red bottoms on your feet. Change how you feel right now. Even harder cause you're bothered once the sun goes down. Wondering where I'm going after shows. Don't be listening to your friends cause they talk too much. They don't know just what we go through to make it right. I pray you understand this. Ain't overnight. I'll be on the next flight on my way back home. I promise I won't stay too long. So I'm push right on. Big dog with the country rap tune. Turn it up. All right, uh, that was Big Dog's country rap tune. Uh, let's get into this real quick. Uh, hey, hold on a second. D, D was trying to do Booger of the Week. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm about to get to that. But I, I want to segue into something real quick. Uh, earlier in the show, a let, uh, somebody sent a letter in, asked us how we met Cat. 
And uh, Kat, I, I told him how we met. I told him that me and you uh, were starting an escort business. Remember we start? Remember we were gonna try to start that escorting business? No, Kat, I'm serious. Kat, remember you had the, you, you was gonna you was gonna start the you had a beauty salon. You was like we should start a, a barber shop or something like that. And then you was like um, something about uh, you was gonna have the girls do shave the guys or something like that. They were gonna be all female. Oh, you're making this theme all dirty and shit. I did have a true idea on a women brand barbershop. That's true. Yeah. I mean, you know the women were going to be sleeping with the men, too. You know that. There's not one business in the world where the women don't sleep with men in, in customer service. Man, look, I'm about to make this easy and make you my fucking Uber of the week for this dumbass conversation. Right, before I got here, what the hell? What type of stupid ass shit that you just said? I also told him. I also told him. Ad. I also told him. Stupid shit, but that's not some shit she would do. So what the fuck is you talking about? Well, I also told him that cat that cat tried to give me some, and I turned her down. So I also told him that. Lord have mercy. I'm gonna laugh hysterically. Not CB at all. CB, your wife don't even want to give you no. How cat won't want to give you some? There you go. There you go, caping. There you go, caping, bro. I thought you. I thought you had moved on by now. What have you got for Uber of the week, man? Before I get to Cat's corner, it's time for International D's Uga of the week on Inside the Cave. Look, man, this is real simple. So I just flew into the states a couple days ago, and it don't take much to coin out of Uga. This whole damn country right here, I can't even get through the damn airport for just recognizing that half of the, this half of this damn country is Ugas because. Everybody got damn jobs, and everybody been to the airport. Everybody got a damn job at the airport, but don't nobody want to fucking work. So I'm gonna talk about all these ratchet ass folk pushing people around in goddamn wheelchairs and shit, and they on their cell phone and they texting, and or they gossiping, or they playing with their they best weave. These are my Ugas of the week, okay? And then let me just talk about this came out of Walmart right now. Tell me why I see like a 22 year old woman riding around in a motor scooter with a big ass jug of Baskin Robbins in her hand. With your fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, hey, I'm sitting there looking hey, like you got me. Who joined the conversation? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> who joined, who is this? Hey, that, that's International D, Hurt. I don't think you're that okay. yet. Oh, hey, I'm, hey, I'm sorry. Oh, man. Been on in a while because I'm I'm usually uh, overseas, but I'm in America, so I'm I'm gonna get in today and recognize, recognize these people in this damn country right now. They need to get their shit together. Hey, 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 Big Herb. I thought the show got hacked. I was hey, I'm hey, trying to figure out what the hell going hey, on. Hey, Big Herb, Big Herb. Remember, remember when I first yeah. met you, that dark skinned guy that, that that hangs out with you. I forgot his name when I first met you at the event. Uh huh. That that's his uh cousin. That's that's his nephew. That's how. Oh that's wow. How, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's his nephew. I forgot his name. Nephew? You talking about my cousin? Oh, that's your cousin, yeah. What's his name? D, what's his name? He's doing glass kitchen again. Don't drop don't drop that man's government name. No, D, what's his name, for real? What's your cousin's name? Anyway, anyway, so... <laughs> Hold on, y'all. This is my first time back in America since Trump got elected. Why am I in the South where they, they voted for this man? And I'm seeing signs everywhere saying, please play for, pray for America. <laughs> 
imagine that, that's the type of shit you hear overseas when everybody like God helped them. But in your own country, where y'all the ones that voted for them, y'all now y'all scared. That is a great point, D. National D on the road. Yeah. Yeah. You got a great point. All right. So on that on that note, I'm about to go take my kids to see a light show. So I'll talk to y'all later. All right, I'll see you in Vegas, brother, this weekend. Yeah, whatever, nigga. All right. <laughs> All right, let's get into this. Cat's Corner. It is now time for Cat's Corner on Inside the Cave. Please send more emails inside the cave podcast at gmail. Attention it for Cat's Corner. All right, what you got, Cousin Lamar? All right, uh, so first up, we got uh, Samaya. Um, Samaya writes in, she says, I'm in an, an interracial relationship with the great God. We have no problems except his gay brother is a racist. I'm black, he's white, and his brother is gay and doesn't like him. My boyfriend and his brother are roommates, and every time I come by, he refers to me as a black bitch. My brother, my boyfriend never corrects his brother, and I can't take this anymore. He is on record saying his brother doesn't like that he's with a black girl. So I said, I don't like that your brother is gay, and that's when the fireworks began. To smooth things over, I apologize, but never uh, has his brother apologized to me for the racial remarks he says to me. Is this relationship worth saving? What should I do? All right, Kat. Um, I mean, no, this relationship isn't worth saving. Like, we can replace, oh, my brother is gay with my brother is handicapped. And and my and, and we made a handicap joke. Like, you can replace, you know, we have to think of it bigger as if no um, minority is special when it comes to emotions. So if you're saying that you're in love with someone who doesn't defend you, uh, I think that's unfair. And uh, I don't think that that's okay either. Like, I don't think that that's the type of person you wanna put your love into if they're not gonna say, you know, watch your mouth, you know, if they're not gonna defend you, then no, that's not okay. So yeah, this relationship is doomed. And I think you was a punk for apologizing like, you were saying what you were saying to, cause you were angry, just like he was angry. There's no reason it, to mince words if he's not. So, you know, again, I, I definitely think it's different. But Kat, don't you think she should stop being a black bitch? I mean, she can't do that. She gonna be black and she may be a bitch. Like that, that those are two things that she may be just like the brother may be gay. Like it Kat, is I don't what- know why you're entertaining that bullshit. <laughs> The problem is her being a bitch. That's the problem. If she hadn't been a bitch in the first place, then this wouldn't have happened in the second place, right? He didn't say that he didn't like bitches. It said that he was racist. He didn't like black bitches. So, she right, can't so, be a black. She can't wake up white tomorrow. And it'll never happen. Oh, oh I think You've been uh, working out lately, right? Can you tell, brother? You been taking a little Boston class? You can tell, can't you, brother? You sure your train ain't been beating you upside your motherfucking head? This <laughs> 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 motherfucker done came back crazy, man. I mean, what happened? Uh, Joe Dirt, you might need to go. Might need to go check. Get that uh, concussion. Check. <laughs> oh man! By the way, I got. Hey, a, I gotta... This motherfucker trust to have on a Mike Tyson shirt. 
Just because he didn't took two boxing classes. <laughs> Fifteen. Fifteen. You get your money back. My upper cut. My upper Take your ass to the doctor and get your head checked out. Hey, uh, Joe, you got anything on this? No, I don't. No. Okay. Roland, big dog, anything? Uh, Cat already summed it up. He need to leave that motherfucker alone. He ain't standing up for it. No. Uh, sounds like a great guy. All right. Well, I guess we'll move on to the next one then. Okay. All right. <clears throat> so next up, uh, we got something from Anonymous. Uh, her name is Very Frustrated Wife. Uh, she writes in, she says, I came home from work yesterday and my husband just moved his mother in our house. Okay. My daughter and our son are now sharing a room and his mother has my daughter's old room. First of all, our apartment is too small for three adults and two children to be living in. Second of all, I don't know if his mother is sick or do I care because he know I can't stand that bitch. Any suggestions on how we can make this work? I mean, my first suggestion is let's not call her a bitch. Like, let's try to have a little bit more of a mature and positive attitude and uh, go toward um, trying to figure out the solution to your issue. Your issue, it seems to me that the issue is he didn't communicate with you. Let's not blame it on his mama because it could have been a Pomeranian here. And, and, and that wouldn't be fair either. He could have moved in, uh, you know, a nephew from college and that would, it wouldn't matter who it was. The fact is he didn't communicate. So I definitely think you should uh, start communicating with him uh, and explain to him, like, uh, ask him, what's the, what's the plan? What are we doing? Is she sick? Is she, this, these are questions. As his wife, you should be able to ask and get some answers, so. I mean, yeah, you should be frustrated, but be frustrated with yourself for not speaking up and even asking her what's going on. You're too busy hating that bitch to figure out a way to get your life in order. And uh, that's a lot of energy expelled. So, you know, ch check yourself first, do some self-regulating and then get a plan and figure out, you know, find out the information that you need. Like relax, baby. All right, you guys got anything on this? All I'm gonna say is, if she called her mother-in-law a bitch, then she must be a bitch. I mean, she should know her mother-in-law, right? Yeah. And they say most men choose women that are kind of like their mothers, so maybe he's not a bitch cat. You can't be talking about our uh, listeners like that. CB, you supposed to be on there, man. Anybody's listeners, I'm sure that she's a lovely young lady, which is why my advice to her is remain lovely at all times. And, and try to figure out the solution to your problem and less about how you feel about this woman. Because I, I I don't understand, like, uh, <laughs> you not knowing. Like, that's the troublesome part to me. She's the bitch, but your husband moved her in, so he might be the bitch. Like, you need to redirect your energy in a better place, and it doesn't have to be this one, the, the woman that birthed your husband. Like, I think she's the last one you should be angry with. I just want to be on record that my mother-in-law is one hell of a woman, and I love my mother-in-law. I do not know what these people are talking about. I have one. Of the, I have the. You know what you need to do? What? You need to get like Martin, throw that bitch out. That's yeah. what you need to do. Kick out the, kick out like Pam. But, but what if she's sick though? What if she's sick? What if something is really? Her house. Bitch, just step it. Her house. Her house. She don't want to put her out. 
you, you know what amazes me about about the uh, the, the, the writer inners is that they leave out so much vital information. Yeah. But to me, it doesn't seem like there's a problem with her and the mother-in-law. The problem is her marriage. Because I can't see any successful marriage. Hey, that a boy, Roland. Being that you could move somebody into the home. <laughs> I don't care if they had a mansion and she gave that and she gave he gave his mother her own wing. Shouldn't nothing move in that house, even with the man as the head. The man should not be making decisions like that without first conversing, almost pleading with his wife about his mother. Now, with that being said, which she can do because the ships already sell, and I always say in relationships, is is it divorceable? You know what I mean? So if you ain't talking divorce, then you got to deal with it, right? So what is it that she can do to help the situation? First and foremost, like Cass said, always be a lady. So why why don't we take situations that come across us for self self-examination or control the things that we can control? Maybe this is an opportunity for the for you to work on your relationship with your mother-in-law. Maybe she could be a vital help to the family, even though you're in small cramped circumstances. Maybe she could be a babysitter for the kids. Who knows? But instead of finding a solution, you immediately call her a bitch and 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 and, and first make her an enemy. She's there. What happened between them two? That a boy roller. That could have happened between them two. She could have talked about her cooking or something. Yeah, but is that is that something? Is that is it? Is that really? See, that's the problem with people. We we get in our emotions too much. Is that something really to call the woman a bitch over? I mean, even if the woman is literally trying to break you in your heart, I mean, unless she's causing a divide between the men. And see, to me, talk like that. I was gonna. And her calling her a bitch let me know her mentality. You see what I'm saying? Like, had that not been each other's bitches all the time, ain't that right? No, 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 not when we're referring to our husband's mother. And she's made it very clear that the husband was responsible. So it's like, for some reason, she attacked, like, literally attacked this woman. Like, this woman did nothing to her in this letter. It sounds like the husband, even if this woman hates her guts, it sounds like. Her husband didn't communicate, but yet somehow she got enough anger to include the word that word bitch, even if she would have said my skank mother-in-law, it would have changed like my answer. Because once you call another woman a bitch, especially your husband's mother, oh, I'm looking at you sad at now. Like, wait a minute, boo-boo. That's that's the language we use for mature adult. Like this, this is how we refer to your husband's mother. Like if you love him, it's something about her you have to so it, it let me know like us as women sometimes our emotion changes our perspective we have to always try to remember to be classy like doesn't matter how hood you are you don't call another man's mother can i add to that can, can i add to that and another problem is is that if you look at the relationship between the son and the mother, could we could we be seeing the grown effects of Willie Lynch? Could this man be allowing his mother to run his marriage? And it, and it sounds like that's the evidence is him moving her in without conversing with his wife first. I don't care who, 
Now, don't get me wrong. I will full disclosure. I lost my relationship with my mother at a young age. So I don't feel the effects of that. But to me, when you get married, your wife is supposed to come first. All these men talking about, oh, my mother, man, you're not married to your mother. Your wife is, should be the head. That's number one. So if she, if that's the case, this, this ship sailed when they got married. This has always been a problem. So did her moving, him moving her in, that's just the cherry on top. That, you know what I mean? She's been dealing with this shit for years. It's a wrap. I know what you're saying, Roland, but I feel like this too. Look, my mom want to move in. She can move in. I'll give her my room and I'll move to the basement or something. That's my mama. Man, listen, if, if uh, all I can say, all I can say, bro, is, is I respect that. And like I said, full disclosure, I don't have a tight relationship with my mother, but like that, you know what I mean? Like my mother's not in my life. And I can honestly say, you know, per what marriage is supposed to be about, whether you want to take it Bible or you just want to take it worldly. Listen, how you allow one another, because the whole the whole key to a successful marriage is you don't let nobody invade that. You don't yeah. take no none of your problems to an outside source. You and settle rolling. all differences with your with your mate. And Roland, how yes. long have you, how long have you been married? Five years. Uh, Joe, how long have you been married? Oh wait, never mind. All right, uh, anybody else got anything on this? Supposed to be a shot. <laughs> you married much longer talking the shit that you've been talking. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about, brother. Yeah, like I said. <laughs> hey, can I say something, uh, Cat? Last time we saw you, you were looking uh, very beautiful, Cat. Uh, what the fuck wrong? Like, what you really about tonight? What, Cat look ugly now? That's no, what no, you no, said? no, 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 no. I'm saying she looked good. <laughs> what you just said. The last time you saw her, she was looking beautiful. Well, was, she, like, right now, she's ugly. No, she was very, she was dolled up. For all our listeners, if you want to come see an Inside the Cave show, that's a reason to come see her. Cat was very dolled up, and by the way, she had heels on. <laughs> Am I lying, Joe? Did she have heels on or heels off? I wasn't looking at her feet. I, I was. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a foot man. I'm a foot man. And for all our listeners that might want to buy Cat some shoes, uh, Cat, would you tell everybody, uh, the listeners, your shoe size? We got people that's into that kind of stuff. I don't take those Facebook quizzes. I ain't finna pass out my damn shoe size. Hell no. That's so nothing. You supposed well, to well, can I, can I, Since I wasn't there, can I ask this? Was toes out? Oh. Great question. <laughs> that a boy rolling. No, they were. I got all 10 of them. They're still intact. Cat, <laughs> uh, we got a lot of heat. We're getting a lot of heat over the, uh, the last episode you were on. Uh, you got any response to that? Uh, no, I don't. People think that we, people think that, uh, well, you saw the feedback. We did you wrong. Yeah. It is all right. It is okay. Things happen. Hmm. That's what I'm talking about. That's why we got Cat on the show. She's a big girl. Cat ain't no ain't Cat ain't no softy like our listeners. She said she knows about this. This is entertainment. All entertainment. All of, all for fun. All right. That was uh that was Cat's Corner. Please email us inside the K podcast at gmail.com. Our next live show, if you want to see Cat uh, and her heels on, will be June 17th. Doing a show. All right. Let's get into this. My favorite part of the show, tell me something, Joe. Got dirty headlines, nasty stories, freaky tales. It's time for the dirt sheets with Joe Dirt on Inside the Cave. Huh?
here today now. <laughs> Taking the evening nap, dog. No, I'm just sitting back on. Let's see if he gets bullshit in for us. You know, I had him on mute earlier because he ain't know how to behave himself. <laughs> hey, 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 dog. What's up? I, I don't know how many months I actually, fit, you know, been part of the show, man. But I will say this. That since I've been on, CB has been getting worse and worse. <laughs> hey, I don't know if you noticed or not. You saw how I put his ass in timeout. Yeah, I see you did that. I think you let him out too quick. As soon as you let his ass out, he was yapping again. He's right back on that bullshit, right? <laughs> uh, somebody got to work. <laughs> hey, man, I'm serious, man. I think CB got a concussion, man. <laughs> Punched his own self in the head. Hey man, I got a ring trying to spot. He had no headgear on. Hey man, hey CB, who training you, Cuddy? From the wire. Hey, I got a female trainer. You know, ain't no female whooping my ass. Come on. I can't tell. I will say, CB, I took a UFC kind of like training class. Yeah. A year. I was the only woman that stayed. Like, no women could ever beat me. I was. Women are a challenge. Women are what? A challenge. I mean, hey, I'm gonna tell you something, Kat. This woman is tough. This trainer, she is tough. I didn't even know all this time I was doing the uh, uppercut wrong. She showed me, said, you gotta use your legs. I'm like, use my legs? Use your legs. Now that I got it, hey, I'm telling you, next month, there's gonna be a lot of changes on inside the cave. So did you pick a female trainer, or is that just what came with your? Come on, cat, cat. I'm a pimp. She chose me. <laughs> Who said that? Who said that? You asked me how long I was married. Who Come said on, that? Who said that? God, I'm good. Go I'm. I'm I'm quick tonight, but yeah, next next month, once my training gets done, I'm doing uh, some discipline. Anybody that's late is getting two to the face, one to the stomach. Hey, hey, CB, I got an idea, man. <laughs> I got a great idea. That. How about after you finish your training, mm-hmm. we do a live show and me and you get in the ring and have a little spa. You don't want that. Yeah, I do. You don't want that. Put my money on dogs. You don't want that. I'm telling you, you don't want that, man. I'm not going to do that to you. I think it's the easiest way to settle disputes on inside the cave. You don't want that. I'm making wings. I'm making a pan of spaghetti, baby. I'm bringing food. I'm bringing Who got the drink? You do not want that. Don't nobody. Uh, 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 I'm telling you right now, this is not. That's not a smart idea. I'm, I'm trained now. I do not do that. I'm you not going. Two days of training. <laughs> CB, you don't set your little weak ass down somewhere. Hey, I'm not playing with y'all like that. Hey, hey, Joe, check this out. CB came by the crib, right? <laughs> he was up, talking. All, he was talking that same shit he's talking now. So he wanna he wanna come down to my little gym and work out. You know what I'm saying? That penitentiary ass gym you got. Hey. Joe, I got this little weak ass motherfucker down there, man. He couldn't even lift the bar. Oh, <laughs> just got done working, man. Anyway. Yeah, hey, we Joe, both got... just got done working. Nah, I don't remember that. Am I know you don't. Yeah. All right, Joe, <laughs> what you got for the bullshit? <laughs> Joe, I'm talking about a 45 pound bar, man. He couldn't yeah, lift man. He can't lift the bar. We gotta stay on topic, man. We need to reset and start over, motherfucker. What we got for the dirt sheets, Joe? We got a story out of Florida. Uh, Florida woman arrested for assaulting her ex with pork fried rice. Oh, shit. Beating her ex with dog and, with a dog and cat mix. Uh, the cops raced to a disturbance inside a Florida Chinese restaurant. Found a man covered in pork fried rice and hot sauce. <laughs> Brian 
Ryan Kuzmer, 31, was attacked by his ex-girlfriend, Samantha Wilson, arrested for domestic battery. It happened at this joint called China Number One uh, restaurant. Uh, he was waiting on her to drop off their eight-year-old son so he could do his custody visit. Once she arrived, they got into an argument with the child's excessive school absences. Instead of splitting some warm wonton soup, Wilson turned her ex into a human walk and tossed his lunch on him. Uh, that's the guy named who declined medical attention said the sauce burned a little. Uh, now the chick, she got a rap sheet. Includes criminal mischief, theft, negligence, child abuse, but she uh, been released and ordered to stay away from dudes. Mm. That's how you handle disputes. Damn Chinese food on somebody. So you said it was Chinese food and then it was hot sauce. So was this lady Asian or was she Cajun? Who said that? Man, she was I'm white. Wow. I gotta, listen to the joke, CB. I got a joke for you. All right. What do you call a dumb Chinese prostitute? Oh, God. What do you call it? One dumb hoe. <laughs> <laughs> I got another one. Right, you go on. What you call a surprise Chinese man? <laughs> what? Holy fuck. <laughs> hey, you know Steve Harvey got in a lot of trouble for this, right? <laughs> hey, yeah, I'm just uh, going along with the show, man, with, with, with the dirty sheet. We talking about Chinese food. I got one more. I got one more. How you know if a China man robbed your house? I don't know. How, how you know, Joe? Homework is done and your computer is upgraded. That's pretty good. <laughs> God damn, Joe. That's pretty good, Joe. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the dirt sheets for the day with a few dirty jokes at the end. Yeah, that's good. I like that stuff. <laughs> that's good stuff right there. <laughs> the Dirt Sheets by Joe Dirt. Oh, man. That's how you tell a joke. All right. That was Inside the Cave this week. Uh, we got uh, some more special guests coming up in a couple weeks. We got a couple R&B singers. And uh, a couple rappers and a sexpert coming on. Not a sexpert, not Tayomi. We interviewed Tayomi a couple times, but we got a special sexpert calling in pretty soon. Kat, I need you there for this uh, episode when she calls in. You heard of her. Remind me to edit this out. I don't want to say it yet, but that's uh. And, and guess what? That was by my wife. My wife hooked that up for me. Oh yeah. So don't be worried about what's going on in my bedroom. Mm. I be what? I be stroking, Kat. I be stroking, long stroking. Is he on? What did y'all do before I got on the fucking show? Like, what's going on with CB? He ain't got no sleeves on his shirt. Like, what's happening? I'm telling you, Kat, he got a concussion. Still ain't got no bicep. <laughs> Who ain't? Oh, it's coming, though. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. I'm putting you in a chokehold. All right. That was Inside the Cave. Uh, and by the way, just for everybody who's listening, uh, we don't snitch on this show, but it was J.R. Smith that brought the weed to the uh, arena. <laughs> Man, you're so full of shit. <laughs> so uh, we want to give a shout out to J.R. Smith uh, selling drugs in the NBA. <laughs> nice, selling them. For being the NBA distributor. <laughs> 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 All 
Had a boy to jail. And you know how popular everybody know him. Like, <laughs> now we not snitching on inside the cave. There's no, no nobody snitching. We just we just reporting the facts. If they owe you. You never go broke. <laughs> <laughs> and with that said, big dog, go ahead and get us out of here. <laughs> <clears throat> hey man, before before we close up, I just want to put something in there. Okay. I want to talk about um, appropriate and inappropriate behavior. Mm. Um, do you think that people get fake offended now with this new, uh, you know, this social media age? Mm. You know, every time uh, somebody says something, people act like they're offended. I think people react and uh, try to put something out there to try to get uh, responses. Yeah. So... As soon as you say something, somebody will react, oh, I'm going to type this up and put it on Facebook or Twitter so I can get a bunch of people to respond. So along with that, we end up getting a lot of um, fake apologies too, right? Right. Yeah. All right, so on that note, I want to say this. If you act a certain way behind closed doors, so-called locker room talk, uh, if you act a certain way that may be perceived as being um, inappropriate in public, at some point you're going to slip up at the wrong time. Would y'all agree? I agree. Uh, you, can, you lost me. Well, you know, CB, you, you always inappropriate, so, I mean, you, you, you kind of on 10 all the time. Yeah. But I'm just saying, behind closed doors, people may talk a certain way, they may act a certain way that they wouldn't necessarily do in public. Right, right. You know, kind of like a couple of episodes ago when um, Sid got upset because he said when they asked the guy, his co-worker, um, his favorite food, and the guy said fried chicken. Yeah. And he got offended because he was in a room with a, a room full of white employees. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. So... If you act a certain way behind closed doors, at some point, you start to convince yourself that what you're doing is actually appropriate. So when you get um, in a certain situation and you get so comfortable, you're going to slip up and say the wrong thing. Yeah. It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to probably come out uh, real natural. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You'll be real comfortable saying some shit that you probably know that you shouldn't say. Then you got that uh-oh moment. Yeah. Were you smoking with J.R. Smith? Kind of like Bill Maher, right? Well, he's a, he's a prime example. And on that note, on behalf of the guys at Inside the Cave, want to thank y'all for tuning in, and we'll catch your ass next week. Thank you for listening to Inside the Cave. Inside the Cave now brings you the official store to get all things Cave Crush and Inside the Cave at CaveCrushShop.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Cave Crush and like our Facebook page, Cave Crush Shop. Inside the Cave. 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 You're on the number one show, Inside the Cave. Three Lee Films.